Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Real Estate Happens. We have some great guests for you here today. It's uh, been my pleasure here over the last uh, probably three or four months to get to know Tina and Maddie from A Chosen Home Warranty. So we're really, really fortunate to have them on the show today. We were just sitting uh, in the lobby out here, just kind of having a conversation, talking about home warranties and property management and all the other horse shit that goes along with that. Uh, look, the only thing we're missing today, guys, and I apologize, normally uh, when we do this show, it's always done with the old-fashioned um, drink, uh, but I did not make old fashions today. Tina, how are you? I am good. I'm good. Thanks so much for the opportunity um, to be here. And it has been a pleasure to get to know you and your team that you're growing so quickly and rapidly. So it's got a little bit crazy, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Maddie, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having us. Maddie's an expert public speaker, by the way, in case anyone wants to know. That is all thanks to Kenny. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> I, there's not thanks to me. You got up and did a great job in front of our group the other day. We had a, a great team meeting, and uh, Maddie came in and really, I mean, honestly, you really handled your own pretty well because you were getting some really, people were throwing you some some fastballs down there, and you were knocking them right out of the park, so you didn't really miss a step. And uh, I actually saw her kind of perk up. She gets a little feisty sometimes. She thinks she's being challenged. <laughs> oh, yeah. She does get feisty. <laughs> yeah, she thinks she's being challenged, man. She's going to ride on top of you. She's like, oh, I don't think so. What are you doing here? <laughs> no, that is not how it works. And uh, you will buy a home warranty. I, Maddie, I understand you're quite the stalker also. <laughs> I am not a stalker. I need to make that very clear. I'm very persistent. I saw a video that, that tells me otherwise. That's when people don't return my phone calls. David Allison. Let's just call him out right here on the show. Ghoster. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, ghosting. That is not cool, right? I mean. It's it's definitely a challenge, but it's okay. I'm up for a challenge. We're going to get him. We're going to. We're gonna, anybody that hears this podcast, I want you to call David Allison and tell him he needs to call Maddie, uh, that he has been ghosting her and he needs to at least return that phone call. So we'll get that out there for you, see what we can do about uh, promulgating that and kind of getting that going, see if we can get a response from that. Tina, talk to us about home warranties and, you know, give us some, I guess that's really all I need to say is talk to us about home warranties. Oh, what a boring subject. It wasn't boring a minute ago. <laughs> no, it's not boring. But, you know, most people know about home warranties. I think I think what really is the issue is more the misconception of a home warranty. What is a home warranty supposed to cover? What are we setting the expectation for the clients? It's not a coverall. And well, I, I thought it was if you, like, broke everything and just got it replaced for free. You know what a home warranty is? Hmm, no, 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 no. It's more... <laughs> There are people that believe that, though. <laughs> We're going to change that. Um, it is designed to help offset the cost of repairs and replacements for the major systems and appliances in the home due to normal wear and tear breakdowns. Not the kid stood on the dishwasher door. Not the kid flushed the Tonka truck down the toilet and caused a backup or a break in the pipe. It is there designed for just age-related failures. How I use my house is going to be different than how the person before me used the house. I might use my dishwasher once a month. I might sell that house. The new family uses it once a day. So it's getting more use. So it's going to break sooner. Um, and we all know nowadays they don't make things to last, unfortunately. So things are going to break sooner. No, I, I can't disagree that <clears throat> everything breaks nowadays, right? Everything, everything. breaks. Uh, Maddie, you know... Out and talking to real estate agents and companies that you do every day, uh, when they return your phone calls, um, <laughs> what what is it do you find to be the biggest challenge of what agents 
misconception are or what they understand they don't understand about home warranties? I feel like the most conversations I run into is people thinking that they are just optional when really they should be written into every contract. Every home should have a home warranty on it. There's even states that require you to have a home warranty in their contracts. I, that's a new one. I did not know that. What state would that be? Because I don't want to live in that communist country. <laughs> I believe it's Texas. We were actually trying to look it up you this morning. There's no way Texas is as, as, no, there's no way Texas has got that rule. Really? Um, that's what we're told. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I think it's more of a protection, right? Like it's making sure that homeowners are protected. I mean, I always say in any market, the home warranty is important. It is really, really important as long as they understand what it's there for. It's not required in Virginia, like homeowners insurance, obviously. Right, right. So there is actually, this morning I was reading an article that was talking about how home warranties are really good for this next generation that's coming into home buying. Um, Because millennials, um, Gen, what is it, X and Z now or X and Y, are used to renting. They're not used to having to take on when appliances break down or hot water heaters break down. They're used to calling their landlord and their landlord handling it. Um, So now they're buying these homes and they're having to figure out how they're going to cover these um, like multi-thousand dollar repairs or replacements. Well, I've I've always said probably the most expensive time in a home is usually your first year. Right, because mm-hmm. you're not used to what's going on. You don't have your maintenance schedule set up. You so things are going to break, and that's probably when you're least likely to have the money to be able to fix it. So, I mean, at least for the first year, I think it's it's super important uh, to have that. So, I, I think that works well. We were talking about <clears throat> coverages, and then I find one of the things about a Choza, which I would choose a Choza. Is that does that is that how that goes? I choose a you. You choose a me. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Very good. Because of how you pay the vendors. And so, Maddie, you want to talk to us just a little bit about how that that whole process works? Because here's what we know. If you, with the traditional uh, home warranty, I'm going to call the home warranty company. I may or may not get somebody on the phone. I may or not be on hold for an hour. Um, or I may have to do it online and then hope somebody got that email and then Hopefully, they will have a vendor that's local or a vendor that's available, and then he may or may not show up for the next week or week and a half to get to your house, and then he does come out, and then you find out, well, it is not covered, or or maybe it was covered, or there's part of it covered, or he has additional charges that won't be covered, and then you have this whole warranty claim, so there's all these issues, and that's that's pretty much how it goes, and that's pretty much why most agents are like, screw that. I don't want nothing to do with a home warranty, but you guys are different. Can you explain how you're different from the wonderful process that I just described? (laughs) So our process is probably my favorite thing to talk about, to be honest, because I'm coming new into this industry and I love helping people through their claims because that's why I'm here. I'm not just here to sell you a policy and walk away. I'm going to help your clients go through this claims process. I'm going to help you as real estate professionals understand it as well. Um, so what happens is a client's going to call our 888 number, which by the way, only has a 10 second hold time. Unbelievable. Whoop. I know they're going to get on the phone. I'm, I'm going to test that. I, Do it. I, um, I tell people all the time that that's, I want to start doing that in my meetings, but, um, so they're going to get on the phone with the claims department. They're going to ask them very basic questions. What's not working? How is it working before? Where is it located in the home? 
boom, green flag, go ahead, call a vendor you know, like, and trust. You don't have a vendor you know, like, and trust? Call your agent. We know that you guys have a list of vendors through the roof of HVAC people, hot water people, because home inspections come up, you got to have somebody to go to. That contractor is going to come out. Your client doesn't even need to say that they're working with a home warranty company. They just need to be like, hey, my hot water heater is not working. The contractor is going to come into the home, do a diagnosis with the client and the contractor both on the phone. Complete transparency. That is what we're here for. Complete transparency. Those and our claims department, we're going to say what's covered, what's the cap. If it's not covered, why wouldn't it be covered? And from there, we get the green light. If it is covered, the contractor is going to go ahead and do the work. Um, once the work is completed to the client's satisfaction, we're going to pay the contractor over the phone with a credit card. Here, here's what I heard. I get to use my own contractor. That's what I heard. And I think that's probably the most important thing out there, especially for agents. Now, there's also, I was talking to my property management, Janet Jones, uh, Away Property Management, uh, one of the premier property management companies in the area plug (laughs) right and janet was saying that there are a lot of home warranty companies that will not work with a third party i.e a property manager right because they don't want to have to deal with that property manager they want to deal directly with the homeowner and you guys will talk to the property manager as long as i'm assuming the homeowner has authorized it for you guys to do that that'd be correct correct so that and you're right agents have a lot of their own contractors that they work with all the time. And we usually can get a better response just because of the volume of business that we give them. So I think that's, that's pretty amazing. And the contractors love it because we don't negotiate their rates. We pay them their retail rate for the repairs. So if a client does call a contractor and says, Hey, I have this home warranty company and I need to, I filed a claim and need you to work. The contractor is Nine times out of 10 going to say no if they've never been through our process before because they hear home warranty and they hear negotiate rate, six to eight weeks to get payout. I've got to wait for that company to order the parts and the equipment. That doesn't happen with the Choza. All the parts and uh, are sourced locally by that contractor. So not only are we paying the contractor what they're worth, what they're used to, they get to go get the parts in their local supply shop. We're keeping the money in the economy. So we treat the contractors and the customers the same because we want the whole experience to be good. The nice thing with that is now we have contractors that call us. Hey, how can I get on your list? Well, we don't, we have a list that we can give to customers, but we will always give them three options because we want them to make the choice that's best for them. Well, I think most home warranty companies have gone by the way of the government. They've they've taken the lowest bidder so they can save the most money. And and quite frankly, you get shitty contractors when you're, you know, you get what you pay for, right? Correct. You you get what you pay for. I have a a guy that does pavers, right? Patio pavers, one thing or another. And he is $27 a square foot. I can get it done for probably 16 or 17. I pay him $27 a square foot and I never argue with it because it is the work is absolutely flawless. Absolutely. Flawless. Every single time it's just flawless. Yeah. <clears throat> we were talking about something out in the lobby earlier that I want to kind of bring back up. <clears throat> and it sounds like a Choza is getting scammed on the internet. You want to kind of. Oh my gosh. Let's, let's get this information <laughs> out there. We want to make sure that our listeners are taken care of and they're very, very careful Look, the world of the internet is an amazing thing. And you can look up anything on the internet. You can find anything on the internet. But the story you're getting ready to hear will show you that 
even though you think you've looked up what you think you looked up, it might not be what you looked up. That is if correct. That can follow that logic anywhere down the line. So, so, so tell us what happened. So I, this is new for me. I mean, over, I've heard it a couple times over the last few years, but people can purchase keywords on Google. So if a company decides, oh my gosh, I love what it chose is doing, which this is the second time it's happened. It wasn't the first time. It's the second time that's happened. Um, they can just purchase the word, a chosa, it's a keyword. It plugs to their website. So I had an agent call me and she was like, oh my gosh, Tina, I'm saving your number in my phone now because I sent my client to the website. I thought they Googled a chosa. Phone number came up. They ordered their policy. The guy on the phone told him it was a chosa. But when the policy documents came in their email, it wasn't a chosa. She's like, how can they do that? I said, they just purchased the word. They purchased the key word to then lead people to their website. She says, that's not good. I'm like, no, it's not good. Have your clients call me directly. Don't send them to the website. That's the sad part about the internet is, yes, you can look up things. Oh, Tina, there's so many sad parts about the internet. <laughs> not not just that. Let's just, just be honest. True, so, true, I, true. Look, when, when there are more, when there are like, I think the number is like 27 or 28 times more porn sites than there are any other sites. That's a sad state of our That's economy. That's a sad right? state of our economy. You're right. That is true. Oh. oh, but just be careful. Like if you have a client that really is, and if you believe that you want them to come to a chosen or you, they have questions, go to, come directly to us. You know, that's the best thing to do. Save our phone number as agents, save us your number on the phone, clients reach out, whatever you have to do, but just be careful because unfortunately it is a lot easier than people believe that that can happen. Unfortunately. hundred percent. Maddie, you got something to say about that? Uh, I just wanted to say hashtag posers. She wants <laughs> to say she wants to say hashtag David Allison call me. <laughs> I think I think that's really 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 what she wanted to say. I, so. I mean, come on, man, we're gonna do business together. Call me. It's gotten to this point. I had to involve Kenny. <laughs> I know David don't even know who I am, so it, that's probably not gonna help you much. I tried to call him earlier too. Don't feel bad. He wouldn't answer the phone for me either. <laughs> and I'm nowhere near as cute as you are. So I mean. <laughs> If I can't get him to answer the phone, I think we're all, you can't get him to answer the phone. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a, can I throw out an acronym real quick? So when people are thinking about home warranties, I forgot to say this earlier. Think PEACH. Plumbing, electrical, appliances, cooling and heating. We don't cover windows, fireplaces, sidewalks, foundations. What about a leaky roof? We do have roof leak repair, but I don't talk about it a lot so because- be PEACH is- so S would be for shingles. Um, no, <laughs> you would probably change it to preach. Preach. Oh, plumbing, roofing, roof leaks, roof leaks, not secondary damage. Roof leak. <laughs> That's why I just say peach. Well, let's look. Look, let's let's talk about that real quick, right? <clears throat> a home warrant, a, a homeowner's insurance covers the damage caused by a. A malfunctioning water heater, but they don't replace the water heater. Correct. Right? And that's just the facts. They're not going to replace your home warranty, or not your home warranty, but your homeowner's insurance will not pay for the water heater. You're paying for that. They will pay for the damage caused by that water heater. That's a big distinction that needs to be made. Correct. Um, so 
what a home warranty kind of picks up in some aspects, helps offset the cost of the replacement of the item that caused the damage Secondary that your damage. homeowner's insurance is going to cover. Correct. Correct. We work very well together because if the, let's talk about heating and cooling, right? You have a condensing system outside, the house gets struck by lightning, that system gets shorted out. Who would they go to? Shit. <laughs> Let me think about that. I would think that that could be covered by a home insurance. Ding, ding, ding. You're right. Yeah, that's not normal wear and tear. Right. That's damage. Like, that's like, well, why would they replace a roof? They would replace it because your wife's a roof Well, was it, is it, is it leaking because it's old or is it leaking because we just had a hurricane come through? Correct. Okay. okay Correct. I, I got that. So it really, who you go to depends on how the damage occurred. Correct. Whether it's wear and tear and just wore out, i.e. the Chosa. Normal wear and tear. Oh, that's a great way to, 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 to go for it right there. So home insurance, accidents, damage. Acts of nature. Acts of nature yeah. sometimes. Subsequential your, damage. Su- right. There you go. Subsequential damage. And then. Uh, you guys are, you know, normal wear and tear, I guess. Correct. Right. Correct. Yeah. Everybody tells me I have a lot of wear and tear. <laughs> I don't think you're warranty wise, though. Warranty. Yeah, really. I'm kidding. You kidding me? Warranty has done expired on my ass. And <laughs> nobody will renew it. I'm trying all day. Nobody will renew this warranty. Just, Turn it. I know. It's just one of those things. So, uh, any last thoughts on um, uh, home warranties um, that you'd like to kind of put out there? I'm just going to say, I don't care what the market's doing. Seller's market, buyer's market, neutral market, warranties are still important. Ooh, I have one. Maddie, I'm going to let you, I'm, I'm going to give mine, and then Maddie, we're going to let you wrap things up. Seller home warranty coverages, right? So I think it's very interesting that Achosa has a seller home warranty coverage that, in my opinion, is pretty amazing. So if you're listing a house and you're not putting an Achosa home warranty seller coverage on a house, then you're actually, I think, doing your seller a disservice because, A, it's free, truly free, uh, never has to purchase the home warranty, never has to pay for it, right? Is that correct? Correct. It provides up to $1,000 worth of coverage with $100 per incident deductible. 150 on the seller side. 150 on the seller side. So let's just say during the home warranty phase of things, um, he has a HVAC that goes out um, and correct me if I'm wrong, and it's a $1,500 repair, he pays $1,000, you guys pay him $1,000, and that's whether anybody ever purchased that home warranty or not? That's a question. That's correct. I mean, if it's a $1,500 repair, then the homeowner's going to have $500 because it's over that $1,000 cap, and we're going to pick up the $1,000. There is not a requirement to purchase it for the buyer. Of course, we'd like to get the buyer's side. So if it's not negotiated in, we're happy to reach out to the buyer's agent and explain the importance of continuing it. Well, I, I think that right there is the key. And I think that's where it shows it has done the right thing. It's called a loss leader. Correct. Right. And that, you know, we talk about loss leaders all the time is like, okay, yeah, I'm going to lose a little bit of money on this, but the hope is that I will make more on the other side, which is a great business plan. And it provides a great service for ourselves. Now, don't go out there thinking that you're going to go and you're going to do that listing appointment. You're going to look at that house. You're going to say, well, I didn't see all these things broke. So let's just go ahead and put that on and then we'll get these fixed. Because it's not going to work that way. Okay. And also don't think that you can have a listing for two weeks and then put your warranty on there. It has to be done the day you do the listing. So 
I, I have actually implemented in our office every listing that, that goes live, our TCs, Go ahead and automatically order a, a, a chosen warranty, and I think that's I think that's really great. It's working now. You seeing those coming through? Yeah, it's nice. And what's really nice is because they are being diligent enough to say, okay, seller is paying for this one, seller's not paying for this one, but here's the buyer's agent's information, which gives Maddie and I the opportunity to explain the importance of continuing it. That history. For a buyer, even if a seller's not paying for it, but that history for the buyer when they purchase it is super important. I mean, because then if they move in and it's day three and the AC has gone out, the house has been covered. So there's history that obviously we didn't buy a warranty because we know things are wrong. So I'm getting ready to do a class at the uh, at the library on June 20th. And there's, I don't know, there's a couple about a hundred or so people signed up for it and it's on. Yes. Oh, that's just a couple people. Okay. <laughs> it's I'm one just, or two. It's like, it's just like a hundred people or so. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, we're going to have you come up and talk. Uh, it's on, it's on pickers and pickers. Right. And I think this is a very interesting conversation because it, I'm going to talk about it. Joseph, so I better get my shit straight right now. Um, <laughs> if, if a home warranty is is been on the seller side home warranty and they come through and they do a home inspection and they find a problem. Will that problem be covered under the seller side warranty? If it's warranty related, don't call me because the windows are leaking. No, no, that's fair. Uh, I get that call though. That's the reason I say that. That's fair. So let's say that uh, during the, during the inspection, and this is very typical. This happens all the time during the inspection. The, uh, the home inspector says, the HVAC is not cooling properly. There's a differential split between the two systems that far exceed what it should be, right? And then you have an HVAC guy come in and he says, oh, yeah, it's because uh, we we need the Freon that costs $235 a pound and you're only going to pay $10. No, that, we, that was another conversation we had earlier. Uh, but let's say it, it, it's a it's $400 fix. Am I wrong in assuming that the seller would pay 150 bucks and a chosen would pick up the rest? That's correct, as long as the listing coverage was in place. What they will not fix during those, like when you get that negotiation, the pick up, is it's extended past the end of its life. It's still working. And then the seller's like, and then the or the buyer side's going, well, we want you to replace it. And the seller's like, well, I'll use my warranty. There has to be a failure. It can't be something missing. It can't be code back in whenever this house was built, there was no GFCI uh, required in the bathroom. Now there is. So we need to put it in. That's not a failure. That's an upgrade. Warranties aren't designed for that. So you can't use the listing coverage. You can't even use buyer's coverage for that. You can't use the coverage for that. It has to be something that's failed. There's plumbing leaks. There's a slow drain. So there's probably a clog. The HVAC, the differentials off, things like that. Yes, covered clog drains. We do, as long as it's not a Tonka truck <laughs> or tree roots. I, I should started say, to say because that's where I was getting to go next. And you know, it's going to be a tree root, right? Yeah, always going to be a tree root. Tree roots are not normal wear and tear. I just always recommend, not on the seller side. I don't think you can do that, but on the buyer side, when they're looking, if the house has a lot of trees in the yard, talk to homeowners insurance about adding that coverage because they'll take care of it. Very good. All right, so I just wanted to get that 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 out there real quick. Maddie, wrap it up for us. What you got? I just want to say really quick that people, when they hear a seller's coverage, feel like they don't need to use it. But like you said, it's important. 
what I want people to understand, there is literally no strings attached. The worst that is going to happen is you're going to get a text message from me like, hey, is this under contract? Can I have a buyer's agent's name? That's it. I just feel like people don't realize that we're literally all about transparency and we just want to show how our process works and why our process is working now. I think it's a great process. Guys, thank you so much for being here today. We're going to cut y'all loose. I Hold on a second. Tina has a final word. I just was going to say thank you. That's all. Oh, we're so glad to have you here. We're thank you. super glad to have you guys in the office. We have training tomorrow. Uh, we have uh, tomorrow is, uh, um, hold on, hold on. I'll think of it in a second. Uh, budgeting for independent contractors. So I think it's going to be a pretty good class. So uh, hopefully you guys will stop by. I would love to see you. So guys, thanks for being here. We're going to let you get back with your day. Hope you have a wonderful one. Yes, have a good one. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks.